0: Why did he say take one? Because we've we never done more than Always one do. Take.
1: We do one take. You're right. This is season three, ladies season and gentlemen. Season three, start, not act, you know. All right. Season three of Stand Up Memories. I'm Peter Bales. This is Jackie the Joke Man Martling. And what a show we have. What a fun show. What a terrific guest. None other than Joey Cola long time stand up comedian oh, warm up comic actor bon vivant, has done everything knows everyone a wonderful a old friend old i, I
0: old have a friend, friend of mine though. we go way back warm up comedian oh
2: man i You should be, have a
0: much much more impressive title when you're warming up an audience for a, a hit television show that's a big job like, warm-up sounds like, you know, you're going around tickling people and, you know.
2: Oh, man, I couldn't be more excited to be here with you guys. <laughs> well, thank you very, very much. No, I'm kidding around. He's kidding around. No, you're around. welcome. welcome
0: that, to, Bales, no, does that. Bales does no, that to me, but to I, don't have, I cannot not I am yawn. so
2: excited to be here with you guys. Congratulations on season three. Oh, thank you. You got picked up. The we networks got picked saw up. You, That's right. And they came down and the ratings were up and the networks came in. They picked you guys up. And here we are. We we decided to
0: start having guests and you were the first guy we picked under the Ks. Thank you. (laughs) Under the Ks. Under the Ks. Joey
1: Cola, K-O-L-A. And uh, he is a warm-up comic and a lot of people don't even realize how important that is, how critical it is to a television show. It makes a
0: difference in the actual show. The minute the TV show starts, the audience is ready to go and that's not by accident. And of course, back in the 90s, you were
1: warming up for our friend Long Island's own Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah, and that
2: 1996 was 1996 that started to yeah. 2002, and, and then before that, '93, I opened up for John Stewart. Was uh, he had a show on WOR? Right. Oh, I didn't in know New that. York. He had like, yeah, he had a, he had like a Channel Nine show. It was a talk show, and that's where I started.
0: And that buzz went around when I was on the starting show. The buzz, have you heard of John Stewart? You seen John Stewart, and the next thing you know, he was everywhere. It was like yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Like, well, we we knew him from Catch, from Catch a Rising Star in Manhattan. You know, you know. I started in eighty, eighty one with uh, on Long Island, you doing little little rooms here in, in the, right, on Long right. Island, and Crows Nest when you booked that, I showed up there. And now you... I,
0: somebody mentioned that, and that I remember every was that like in in. Northport I was or a something? fly on
2: the wall. I was checking you out. I went in. Mr. Martling, you mind if I do five minutes? Come back, kid. You'll do three minutes. You put me on stage one time. I did about a minute, and you go, get off there. <laughs> <And> <laughs> I, pretty much I that. I was never horrible, but I deserved it. I deserved it. No, know, was, no, you didn't Every, deserve, no, every I did. <laughs> I was horrible, and I went to Steer Barn. I went to all these little places. That, that was way before Dixon's. That was before okay. uh that that play, what was it? Crows Nest was before
0: Dixon. But they they were all kind of scrapping along at the same time. When That's me right. and Minervini started Cinnamon, that was the only game in town.
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. But I already had a bunch of them going. But the little tiny, horrible, like Carol Leifer. Carol Leifer was uh, the person that
1: uh, Elaine, Elaine was based, was based on from Seinfeld.
0: Yeah. And they, they'd come out from the city do these horrible gigs. Yeah. Like two or three people, and we were doing a gig and. Carol Leifert. Every time I see her, she reminds me that that <laughs> they, they, we were about to do comedy and we wouldn't get paid unless we did the show. Right. And I didn't know anything about hockey at the time, and all the guys were at the bar, yeah. and it's like triple overtime, and I went up and turned off the television. Oh, because that's if we didn't do the show, do we wouldn't got paid, and yeah. I, it's a miracle I didn't get yeah. killed. it's
2: wild, man. How it really was when, the when wild you, west. Because comedy wasn't the focus, like it is now. It's like, oh, we're here to see a comedy show. Then they had a <laughs> Million other things going, and then they, the bar, the club owners or the bar owners would go, would go. How could we accent this to make a couple of more dollars? <laughs> right, right. I know. Let's just throw a, a guy that <laughs> calls himself a stand-up comedian in the middle of this. And the worst was back when the discos were happening. They would have a full DJ going, people on the dance floor, <laughs> and they'd tell a DJ, all right, shut the music stop. off. We're going to put a comedian on. <laughs> it's like when minutes. he's
0: <laughs> to stop the strippers. We almost got a guest <laughs> fight with the owner when we played in a bar, me and my partner playing music. We're trying to play love songs in the Pong machine. <laughs> <laughs> it, eh, yeah, eh,
2: yeah. Eh. you know. Now, J-
1: I will never let Joey forget this.
2: I was a oh part of it. God. Yes, oh we
1: used to perform God. at the ground round. Oh ground. my God! I can't Comedians believe you're go there. are always traumatized by starting out and how difficult it is. And they had peanuts and free popcorn. This on is on Jersey. The, they this didn't didn't have no, on they around. had it on Long Island too. Long Island yeah, it was Island Long Island too. Island yeah. too. Yeah. And they would throw the popcorn and the peanuts at us,
2: and we yeah. just kept going. It was combat it comedy. Going. Yeah, it was combat. Well, there was a guy named Lou Stevens years oh. ago was a local booker on Long Island, you know, and, uh, and I used to play at the one in Bayshore. I played Bingo the Clown during the day. And then I'd go to stand up at night because I carry the equipment for Lou Steven, Lou Stevens. And uh, we did all the ground rounds. It was a, it was a franchise. And there was one you want to tell a story. <laughs> you or tell it. I? You tell it. Well, I'm on stage. and You we, we, you were there. Then. I were was there. there? Yeah, this was, is a Long Island ground, it was round? A long ground round 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 in a town called Port Jefferson <laughs> on Long Island here. And it was we were all working for forty bucks. It was like me, you, John Weiss, and the yeah, yeah was on yeah. The show, and um, and I apparently offended. <laughs> that, let me just tell you how small the town is. It's like a little tiny local tiny town. It's a you sea know? town. It's, an, it's an, you know, a, yeah, It's very small, meaningless, and the mayors of these small towns. Are meaningless in the political world, like totally meaningless. But I'm so codependent, and at that point, so cared about everyone. Everybody thought of me, and I need to do this so I can get the forty bucks for next week. So um, but that never goes away. It, well, that never goes right. away. Yeah. But so I apparently offended the wife of the mayor of Port Jefferson, who was eating a ground round. Now she was the wife. <laughs> yeah. Of come on. Of the mayor. Come on. Why would she be a crown round anyway? So I said, I don't know what I said, but I offended her and she wrote a letter to Lou Stevens and Lou Stevens tells me you gotta, you've gotta write a letter and apologize (laughs) to the wife of the mayor of Port Jefferson. So I tell him and he goes, don't do it. you got to be crazy. <laughs> Stand to your ground. Stand, Stand your, your ground. ground.
1: I did tell Meanwhile, him
2: Meanwhile, Lou Stevens is telling me, if you don't do it, no more work. So I saw money versus <laughs> the Peter Bales. And you know, when I, when I took his word as gospel at that time, because I was one of the few comics that left Long Island to do the city and to open my circle to do Pennsylvania, Jersey, and Connecticut, because he said, if you want to make a real living at this, you got, you got to be in the city. And then from the city is where you expand yes. your circle, not from Long Island. Right. you know that's any local comedy yes. where they are in the world right you got to bust out of your hometown right and widen the circle to as far as you can make it so now I'm going you mean to mean there was a I'm world beyond Lou Stevens there is a world <laughs> beyond Lou Stevens so I uh I yeah. wrote the letter and apologized and, uh, and it came back to me like something like Lou Stevens said she still doesn't forgive you and, it, and you were like you were like, "See, you shouldn't have wrote it in the first place." <laughs> and I'm not going to let you
0: forget that letter. Never, never. You <laughs> never do. You never do. do. You know, he. This guy, Lou Stevens, weighed 400. Yeah. But he was a dashing guy that wore. Was it a a fedora? A fedora. But I had Black I knew him goatee. from the 70s. We actually right. played in a band yep. where he was the drummer, and he was that fat then and then years later all of a sudden i'm in comedy and we go out to do a gig and at the at the uh, brokerage yeah and he said uh uh, this guy's going to help book this place and i'm like it's it's the same guy the same size only changed from a rock and roll but what a character. Yeah, he, he
2: played guitar,
1: did drums, he and he wanted
0: it. to do comedy
1: and yeah. let's be honest,
0: it was uh, not really not happening. a funny no, bone But at he all was happening. a beloved character in Suffolk yeah, as a yeah. folk singer and
2: Yeah, yeah. He was he was entertaining. <laughs> you know, I mean when people went out to go see a show or something, you know, squeeze the fish, squeeze he brings somebody on stage, yeah, yeah. squeeze the fish between your legs yeah. as he's singing. Uh yeah. hi Hawaii, hi how are you? how are you? you yeah, like oh, know, little stuff geez. like that. But I have
1: to say to our audience watching this. Comedians never get over how difficult
0: it is to start in this business. How difficult it is to get funny. And how how interesting it was. I still remember so clearly the first year, and I hardly remember from the end of the first year to now, or or at least relatively this much information. It's almost this... Because you remember everything in the beginning. (laughs) Everything. You know, and, and... The good, the bad, the ugly. You you
2: recently sent me a picture of me emceeing and bringing you up at Mr. Ripps. uh, I have
0: these old VHS tapes. I had a friend that used to sit there and tape these shows. And he would send me the tape. So it's been sitting there for 40 years? Yeah. And I gave them to this friend of mine. And I said, see if this still plays. And he digitized it. And like, we're kids. Yeah, yeah. It was so far back, that's when the... That was before they moved the stage at That's Mr. right Lips, which, That's right.
2: When it was against that road Whoa. with the farm. Remember all the animals yes. that were across the street? I remember when
0: you're not doing well, you would hear the
1: sheep. You'd you hear could the hear the, sh- the oh, sheep. They were right across the so street. that was so tough.
2: And you'd smell them. If, open the, <laughs> if they had those windows open next to the stage, the audience is sitting there trying to drink, and they're like, Whoa, what but is that? But they weren't across the highway, it was a little road. It was a little road, yeah, oh yeah. God. When
1: comedians get together at the diner, and actually it's happening now, we don't really talk about the good shows, because that's honestly most of the time.
0: Yeah. We talk about the nightmares, about yeah. the bombing yeah. stories, yeah. Yeah. and that becomes funny. the old. Oh, did you hear after Minervini killed in Boston? No, did you hear that Nelson killed in Maine? No, did you hear Bartlett really ate it in Kansas City? Oh, no, 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 tell, me, no tell, me. Me. <laughs> tell me.
2: Well, that's that's world. But you, you've he's had
1: some th- rough, rough shows. Oh
2: my God, I got uh, a slew of
1: them. Yeah, and you've told me about. I mean, you've had the power go
2: out. How do you handle I've had what? my life? Threatened. You, you had times? your life threatened. I did a party. This guy Billy O'Lead, he's a DJ in New York. He says, "Joey, come down. I got. They want you to do twenty minutes at this big affair. <laughs> it's going to be like a hundred people there, and, and Russo's on the bay." Um, in Queens, New York. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> no, a famous, infamous, heavy, that yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, heavy-duty, heavy-duty Italian-Americans are going to be there, right? So I figured, all right, it's an easy gig. I'm getting like 500 bucks. I do my 20 minutes. I leave. It's no big deal. And I know Billy. I've done, I've done work with him before. He's a DJ. He's one of these DJs that needs a comedian every once in a while. Right. So who hasn't done that, right? So he throws <laughs> me in, and we get there. I get there. There's, they're in the big room. And there's got to be six to seven hundred people in this big room. And it's cops, firemen, detectives, all their wives, everything. And lots of booze. T- lots of booze, food everywhere. <laughs> He's up on a stage. So I go, where am I performing? Oh, you're performing in the middle of the dance floor. In another one of those cases where shutting the music off. By the way, we got this guy that's going to tell you about whatever <laughs> it just happened in his life. So they <laughs> cut it. I'm eight minutes into my act, and I see a woman come uh, coming at me. She's drunk. She's not right. And she's got a butter knife, but it's folded in. It's folded in along here. And she's walking at me, and she gets about 12 feet away, and she goes like this with the butter knife like she's going to stab me. Being funny? No, no. She hated me. I hate you. Shut your mouth. I hate you screaming. Oh, man. In front of everybody. The audience starts to laugh. They think it's part of what I'm doing. Of course. (laughs) Billy Olette is in shock. So I got a a cordless mic. So I'm starting to run around the perimeter of the room. She's chasing me. So as I'm on the, as she's chasing me I'm on the mic, going, would somebody get this this <laughs> idiot off of me? She's gonna stab me with a knife. Don't you see this? And they just Everybody's let are letting her chase. It. It. They're letting the chase. The more she chased me, the funnier it got. So around the room, through the middle, back up the dance floor, back around. Finally, these two maitre d's grab her and they and they take her out. Right. So she. Before they take her out, she manages to get near me. They took the knife away from her. And they gra- she grabbed the microphone. And as she's walking past the DJ booth, there was those bus, you know, the bus tubs. There right. were those dirty bus dishes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 And if there were dirty dishes, full of, it was full of water. She took Billy's mic and threw it in the bus thing. And it, got, it went under the water. So now him and his DJs, forget Joey. They just ruined a $3,000 mic. <laughs> so now they come off and then there's a riot going on. Turns out it's the wife of one of the decorated firemen. He's back there, all the fire, it's a big ruckus going on, I'm off the stage. He goes back up, he plays a couple songs, then he gets on the mic and says, hey, what do you say guys, you want Joey to come back up? Yeah! So I go, go, all right, give me another mic. I grab the mic, I do another 10 minutes, and now I'm doing pretty well, because I'm making fun of what just happened and interjecting my act. Would you, don't you know, like 15 seconds before I'm about to say goodnight, I'm about to get to my final punchline and close out, she comes running back in. No, went no, no. Without a knife, just pushes like pushes into me. This time they tackled her and took her out, they kicked her husband out, they kicked everybody out, but there was a moment where she was above me, she was right in front of me with the, a butter knife like this, and I said to myself, this is the way I'm gonna buy it? At a catering hall in Queens, would you get
0: by a lady for doing jokes? <laughs> Do you know, Hawthorne, we have a friend, Dave Hawthorne, was doing it 10 years before any of us started. And he, they used to, he, when he worked he with Billy Crystal. He with Billy Crystal. Right. So the three of them, called We the People, were working in, started working in the Catskills. And he said it used to drive him crazy because a lot of the punchlines were in Yiddish. So they get yeah. to, so instead of, to get to the other side why the chicken cross the road. They go, <laughs> And so yeah. there was one joke that Hartland said. They say the couple was walking along and all of a sudden coming at them was this thief, this bandit, and he took out a knife. But we knew it wasn't a professional job because it was a <laughs> Which is Yiddish for butter knife.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we knew it wasn't a pro job because it was a mech. Because murder. it was a mech. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That, Joey, that is... I've been doing this a long time and I've never had my life threatened. I had a guy almost punch me in 1979. Nothing like that ever since, <laughs> but that's crazy. I, There's I been have, times when you think that's going to happen. Yeah, I've yeah. been times when I'm petrified and then you find out they liked you, which is always... Yeah. You know, not they put
2: up with you. I, I've had the gamut happen to me on stage uh, physically with my own body attacking me and audience. Another time, we were in a place called East Talkin' on Long Island here, and we did a restaurant, I was doing a restaurant. My wife was with me at the time, and we were doing, it was like, there was like four people in the audience, me and a guy named Jeff Zabrowski were on the show. So Zabrowski goes up, and is a, one of the people in the audience is an old fisherman. He's, dr- he's whacked out of his head and he's just eating like french fries or whatever and he's wacky, he's just sitting there getting drunker and drunker we're on the second floor of this place there's a restaurant down below east talking a rural area of the north shore of long island yes so Zabrowski pisses this guy off leaves the stage and leaves the building goes home <laughs> I go up and now the guy hates me so now I'm doing my act doing my act he starts wising off. the owner of the place grabs this guy brings him to the exit door, throws him, now we're on the second floor, throws him out the exit door, down the fire escape, onto the floor. So now I'm doing comedy for like three people, maybe four people, because I lost part of my audience. Uh, After like a few minutes, we hear a rumbling, excitement comes from downstairs. He pulled a knife and stabbed the waitress in the the, uh, restaurant downstairs, and then took off. So they called the cops and everything. My wife and I had to get walked to our car, and I'm coming back for that comedian, uh, that type of thing. An old fisherman guy. Oh, no. man.
0: How bad were you hoping he was going to say that he stabbed Zabrowski?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> you used to set up the introductions for the Rosie O'Donnell show.
2: Opening
0: announce, they call yes, it. And that's and going to make- be the first thing we're going to talk about next episode. Because it's going to be a long
1: one. Right. We got a lot more to go with Who Joey is this? Cola. Who is this? this
0: is Joey Cola. Who are you? I'm, I'm Peter Bell's partner. And I also have to say, to tease down the down the line a ways, Joey Cola found a girl on the way over here, this incredible woman. Yeah. And I couldn't believe that he would ever step out on his wife.
1: <laughs> and it's his wife. She
0: <laughs> is so beautiful. I haven't seen her in 10 years now. And, She's, so stick around for the next episode after the next now episode Now listen listen
1: i just want to say yes we are going to try something different we're going to bring in
0: joey's lovely wife leonora yeah. for in, a few in two, two episodes shows. yes see this is with getting them to come back next week and the week after right and nothing after that
1: but i got to tell you something people don't know the first time joey ever met leonora she was holding a butter knife <laughs>
2: And see, <laughs> see, he had a
0: finishing joke, yeah, a crappy one.
2: He knew he was but going I did, but you.
0: what he didn't know was the <laughs> we'll be back. more stand-up
1: memories, right, Jackie? What? We'll be back. Hey, a new episode of Stand-Up Memories every Wednesday. How exciting is that? It's starring
0: me, Peter Bales, and right here, Jackie the Joke Man, Martin. Please follow us on social media search it out what is it me space my space your space tiktok instagram facebook do da do da <laughs>